0: So first, Managua is bombed by insurgent forces for like four hours. Oh, right, so the liberals are, are getting, their, getting their, their shit out there. They're like, alright, you know, fuck the conservatives. And they just bomb Managua. Great. Second, Mena captures a bunch of steamers owned by a U.S. company. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Talk About Dead People, a podcast where we pick two dead people and talk about their lives. I'm your host, Aaron C., and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, James D. Say hi,
1: James. Hey there, guys. My name is Ralphie Jenkins, and I just want to take a moment to talk about one of our sponsors here at We Talk About Dead People. <laughs> anyway, we're sponsored by Rub-A-Dub-Dub in that lousy tub, which is an a all-natural shampoo that is 100% goat's milk. We basically just rebottle goat's milk, uh, but it's great. I use it, my wife uses it, my kids use it, my dog use it. It's great. Anyway, buy their stuff. On their website, you can get a 20% discount if you write bullshit in the discount <laughs> line. Anyway, I'm Ralphie Jenkins, signing out. We hope to keep
0: our listeners entertained and interested while we break down these characters from the odd and exciting family that is humanity. The way this works is that James and I will do our amateur's best to give a basic account of the major events of these people's lives and how they responded to them. We also hope to give a fairly accurate depiction of their individual character, which is harder to do, but we're going to try anyway. So, James, who do we have this week?
1: We have Augusto Caesar Sandino and nobody else.
0: Fire the missiles now!
1: Wait, what missiles? That's right, James. Shall we head down to the history lab? What missiles? Can't wait to talk some history! I can't scream because I'm in my apartment.
2: (laughs) Ah!
0: (laughs) A revolutionary fighting for liberty, and a shoebox with only a dollar and a dream. Augusto Cesar Sandino.
1: And nobody else.
0: Superman is overrated. Superman is
1: underrated. I disagree. I agree.
0: Welcome to Movies and Beer, a hilarious podcast hosted by two unemployed fat guys who think the best movies ever are all the worst, the Marvel Cinematic Universe merch is a must-buy, and that Christopher Nolan is a hack. I'm your host, Brian, and I'm here with my good buddy, Nathan the Gut. Pass the beer. Aren't you glad that we have a podcast that's perfectly unique, James?
1: Yeah, completely unique. Unless you count the shit we stole from the dollop, cutting class, retold, hardcore history, of This Paranormal Life, God-awful movies, how to, t- how to Heretic, Naked Mormonism, and... Perfectly
0: and unique. On. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, how
1: are you doing today, James? I'm doing dandy. How about you? I'm... I'm struggling. Yeah, you... <laughs> 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 Do you, 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 like, lose a friend today or something? You seem a little emotionally unstable. I have no idea what the fuck's going
0: on with me. Uh, okay. Oh, I think I do know, actually. Oh, Okay, you know how sometimes you think you can do something and... Yeah, like and, fly. Uh, yeah, like fly. Um, see, I was trying to record this this episode without mm-hmm. monitoring myself, right? So I wasn't listening to the audio from my own mic. Oh. Which makes it feel less like I'm on a show and more like I'm just on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I have put my monitor my
1: monitor headphones on and I feel much better. Now. Thank you. Okay. So now we're both you Remember that marriage is not giving 50% each. It's both giving 100% each. And if <laughs> right. this marriage is going to work, that's what we have to do. Right. Right. So plug those headphones in and let's let's sing this tune. All right. All right, they're in. They're in and I feel I feel like God again. Thank you. Okay. Okay, great. So yeah. So, moving on, uh... uh
0: yes. Computer, we... please yes. bring up Augusto Cesar Ooh. Sandino and nobody else.
2: Affirmative, my lord. Ah,
0: uh,
1: okay. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Aaron, here you go. Tell me in three okay. words or less what Augusto okay. Cesar Sandino was best known for. I can't do... That's three words. That is three words. <sighs>
0: You know, sometimes you're just such a fucking character, I can't even focus on making this show not catapult into oblivion.
1: Don't worry, we'll get there. Into oblivion? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite Elder Scrolls game. <laughs> yeah. You're such a nerd. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so uh, <clears throat> I'll tell you what he's best known for. Mm. All right, but it's going to take more than three words. Mm. Okay? Okay. So, and I'm not pronouncing it right. I'm not even trying, okay? But... It's, it looks like Augusto Cesar Sandino, but That's it's...
1: That's offensive. It's close I, I'm offended, and I'm a white American who only speaks one language, and I'm offended. You speak only one language? Yeah, idiot.
0: Augusto Cesar Sandino is best known for being a Nicaraguan revolutionary who stood up to the United States and said, Step the fuck off! Oh boy. Yes, sir. And I would like it to be known that Sandino is a patron request. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, sir. Which is why we're going to be spending an entire episode on Sandino alone. Uh Uh, Uh-huh. Plus, he's mega complicated. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, thank you, Sophia and Josh from Indiana, for your contribution uh, to this pathetic show. And, and I hope you accept our pathetic thank you back for supporting this
1: show on Patreon. It's really the equivalent of reaching out to shake our hand, and then we just turn the other direction, hop on our tricycle, and spin away. That's... <laughs> yeah. I'm... So we're sorry. Yeah, we just
0: want you to know we're, we're sorry in advance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because this episode is probably worse than you could possibly imagine. Oh, god. But hey, that's show business.
1: <laughs> is it? <laughs> I don't, yes? I don't know. if I, For us, yes, no doubt. But, well, I don't know. I also never leave the house, so I honestly I mean- <laughs> don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. This is gonna suck. Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, well,
1: let's see how it goes. So so, what did this sandy boy look like? Uh, Okay.
0: Sandino looks like Indiana Jones to Nicaraguan Boogaloo.
1: <laughs> I have so many questions, but... Oh, okay, so I just...
0: I, I'm, I didn't put a picture in today, sorry, but... That's right. We I just want you to... an auditory platform, after all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. It's not like we can, like, you know, put the picture in the Twitter post or anything like no, that. No, impossible. Okay, so I just want you to picture a strapping fellow in a fedora... Mm. Tipped just the right way, wearing a shirt with massive pockets, khakis, and knee-high boots.
1: So what I got from this is it's a a, a guy on Reddit who's really into cowboy, uh, playing. I mean, I don't think Sandino <laughs> play. would be Roll the play type was, to the get... word I
2: was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Coldplay. <laughs>
0: Okay, so the difference between this guy and Coldplay is that this guy is strapped. All right? I didn't say Coldplay,
1: never mind. <laughs> Alright, okay, yes. You said Coldplay? I meant, f- never mind. What did you mean? I already forgot what I meant, so let's yeah, just sure. keep the train right. moving, keep the train uh, moving.
0: Alright, so like I said, he's strapped, he's mm. got a big friggin' gun, uh, and a bandolier or whatever, um, just looking at him, you might be tempted to think he's a movie star decked out in roguish garb back in the day. But no, this guy was real. I would hope so. Yes. That's, yeah. Yeah. So uh, shall we move into his early life since
1: we're just covering one guy today? Yeah. Um. And should we explain why we're only covering one, one guy, thought, one person I th- today?
0: I, I thought I already did that. It's a patron request, so we spend more time on them. Oh, yeah, I already forgot. See, I'm kind of like a goldfish. You have a worse memory than me. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. So... Yes. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Let's move into his early life, shall we? Yes, yes. Should we move into his early life, James? Yes. Okay. Augusto Cesar Sandino's early life. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. So Augusto Sandino, and it might be, uh, it's probably Augusto, but I'm, I'm just messing it up on purpose.
1: <laughs> well, that's fine.
0: Uh, Sandino was born in the May of 1895, which is around a century before you and I were born, making him our ancestral turn of the century, not quite millennial, but
1: almost brother. I always knew I had a brother. <laughs> yeah. And he's a hundred years older than you. <laughs> um, Creepy, but Okay. Yeah, sometimes
0: it can happen. Miracles do happen. Read the Bible, James. (laughs) I am the Bible. All right, go on. So he was born in, you guessed it, Nicaragua. Mm. And I'm just going to say it now uh, because I don't think I have any other time to say it. But uh, I know nothing about Nicaragua, okay? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And going into this, uh, researching this dude, I I was like, shit. I have no idea what the context for this dude, Sandino, is. Yeah, neither do I. Um So I decided to, to go back and, and dig a little bit into the history of Nicaragua. Mm. And uh, holy shit, we are going way back, my friend. Oh, no. Yeah.
1: 14,000 years back. Wh- What?
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> to the very beginning. Now, Aaron, you know the world is only 9,000 years old. So, are we going, like, pre-existence history here? Yeah, we're going back to before God created the whole Earth, right? Okay, perfect. We're about, like,
0: 8,000 years past that.
1: <laughs> so, it's just God and the Mayans hanging yeah. out?
0: Is that uh, where we are? Yeah, they're on a raft together, and he's going to send a guy nicknamed Muskrat to the bottom of the ocean to pick up some mud. So he can Oh, make I get land. that.
1: Oh, you're, you're doing a reference to another yeah. podcast episode we made. Yeah, the last one, actually. Whoa.
0: <laughs> All right, so okay. we're going to be talking about Paleo-Americans. Mm-hmm. The natives, the OGs, the boys who arrived first, Ooh, right? Yeah. But we're not going to talk too much about them because they have virtually no written history because, you know, it was 14,000 years ago.
1: That's, well, fair enough. And it's before God created the heavens and the earth. Right. Uh...
0: But I figured in order to educate myself about Nicaragua, it was important to have a general feel for the roots of its history. Mm. So, I went way back. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to skip about 13,500 years what? ahead. Why? Why did we go back in the first place? In order to tell you about the Paleo-American. But you didn't. You
1: just said they were there. <laughs> it gives you context, All okay? Right. I worked my ass off for this show. I'm sorry. And I come home to this shit, you don't love me anymore. The milkman and I have a new future together
0: uh okay, all right now we're just now we're just like now we're just we're struggling today. I'm struggling today so talk
1: <laughs> tell me about Nicaragua
0: all right, so nothing really happens for those thirteen thousand five hundred years. It's sort of a hunter we just gathers. Don't have
1: records of it i.
0: Obviously, but it's like, also, it's like mostly hunter-gatherer societies sure. who are, you know, multiple tribes, they don't get along, there's some battles, but mm-hmm. other than that, it's kind of like, they didn't really, nothing really big happened. That right? we know of, sure. It, it, yeah, that well, that we know of, sure. But, like, we have, I mean, we can't really speculate. Right. Yeah. All we know is that they were there hunting shit, okay? mm mm-hmm. um, So, yeah, we're going to skip skip ahead and find out that, Uh, the next time we really can find uh, evidence of, like, a historical period Mm -hmm. uh, was that of the Aztecs and the Mayans. Classic shit, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, Pretty sophisticated societies, relatively speaking. Hmm. Um, And... Uh, There's like trade going on in the 14th century, and you know, things are kind of clicking along. You know, we got buildings and temples and cities and shit, you know, right? Right, they've actually settled down, yeah. Yeah, Political structures, religious structures, all in place. You know, it's like we've got a civilization, Mm -hmm. or several of them, anyway. Yeah, but then there's this guy, okay, and bear with me because he's no small deal. Ever heard of Christopher Columbus?
1: I've heard of the guy. I know we have, like, a holiday after him where uh, we hang up our socks and eat poultry, but... Right. <laughs> so tell me, why do we celebrate Christopher Columbus? Uh,
0: because he was the first European to set foot in the Americas?
1: Now, is that true? I don't know, James, is it true? No. but <laughs> <laughs> But we, we can... Uh, everyone pretty knows... Him everyone know everyone knows <laughs> Christopher Columbus is a fraud by now we we see it every columbus day oh uh, well yeah all those all those posts on twitter where everyone's like Christopher Columbus was actually not a nice guy and that's why we don't celebrate him oh I well, do you
0: oh, want to I get got into gotcha. this or yeah
1: cuz he wasn't we the can... first he wasn't sure. the
0: first was sure, was yeah. it? Who, who was it was it the people who crossed the land bridge? The Paleo-Americans? Yeah,
1: exactly. Well, there were Paleo-Americans. Yeah, they were here, Right, which obviously. is why I said he was the first European to but set But he foot. wasn't even the first European. Who was? Damn it. Well, we don't really know, but I know that the Vikings were uh, up in Canada for a little while. They're, but the that's Greeks. not a European. Oh, that's true. That's just a pean. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh God! I mean, the, the Chinese may have made it. I know they're not European. the The Greeks may have made it. Uh, <laughs> like,
0: James, you're looking to dis,
1: dis, like, kick me off a point I wasn't trying to make. I'm sorry. All right. So, so <laughs> back to Columbo. Let's... Okay,
0: Colu- uh, yeah, okay. So here's what you need to know about Columbus. He was a massive fucking fraud. Probably didn't exist. Also committed genocide and definitely spread diseases on purpose. Okay, we covered them all. Columbus dropped by Nicaragua in 1502 hmm. on his fourth voyage to America, and basically saw nothing.
1: Oh, <laughs> he didn't see any natives at all. <laughs> Did he look for him, or was he just was this like a drive-by exploration? I mean, I think it was just a, it was
0: just a drive-by. Okay, but he, uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is, he didn't see anybody there. Uh-huh. Um, so he was like, "Hey, this is this is like new land we can take uh, really easily." Um, right, it's you know new real estate for the Spanish, which is great because if there's one thing we all want, it's more Spaniards moving in. Hmm. Yes. Well, that's what ruined my neighborhood. But oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know how technical you want to get, but you might be right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what? Spaniards moving in ruined your neighborhood. Well, yeah, they came in with guns a blazing and swords a slashing, and my yeah, rent th- went up. Okay, well, what are you talking about?
0: <laughs> well, um, well, we'll get we'll get to it. But basically, the Spanish had a whole lot more land than I thought they did. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it was fucking crazy. We don't even think about it anymore. But back then, oh wow, yeah, they the had Spanish. Florida and shit. Yep. <laughs> well, we learned about that in the Andrew Jackson episode. So that's You're fun. right, right. Um. Okay. <clears throat> So 20 years after Christopher Columbus visited Nicaragua, or the area that would later be called Nicaragua, Mm -hmm. the Spanish returned with conquest on their minds. Like they do. Yep, like they do. So the conquistador leading this charge was named Gil Gonzales Davila. I don't know how to pronounce it. Gil Gonzales Davila. Wasn't that a name of a Muppet? (laughs) Gil? Oh yeah, Gil's a classic character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Gil Gonzales Davila, uh, Davila, whatever, uh, marched right in and met with the natives, namely the Nahua tribe. Mm-hmm. Look at this name, all right? It's right there in the not script. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to try to pronounce this. Oh, dear. Have have faith. Okay. La- <laughs> so they, this tribe, the Nahua tribe, was led by their chief, McQuistly. Macquil
1: Mcquizzley. For those of you who want to play along, it's M A C U I L M I Q U I Z T L I, (laughs) and any word that has a Q and a Z in it, you're screwed. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Quizzley. Macquil Mcquisley. Okay, I'm done. All right, sure. so <clears throat> it was Gil Gonzalez De- Davila Davila, whatever, who brought along interpreters because that's what you do when you're a conquistador. Mm-hmm. All right, and he was able to have some discourse with uh, Mac. <laughs> Mac. <laughs> uh huh. And they talked about it. They're like, hey, this is cool. Like, whatever." Um, They're, <laughs> I mean, really. It, All right. Mac and the Spanish conquistadors. Didn't really have a problem with one another. This can only go well. Yeah. So after this, Davila went out around looking for gold Mm. uh, and got attacked by another indigenous tribe. Okay. Who actually did not take kindly to strangers in armor, stealing all the gold. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the Federal Reserve. So Mac is good with them, but the other tribes are not good with them. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, And the Spanish conquistadors managed to convert Mac's entire tribe to Christianity. Wow. Yeah. And it was only a few short years later that the Spanish set up their first permanent settlements. Hmm. After that, another conquistador named Cordoba established two major cities, Granada and León. And started to settle in with his boys.
1: Now hold on, Granada and Leon are cities in Spain. He he was so lazy he didn't even put a (laughs) new in front of those. No, it's like they'll never know back home. Think of all the confusion. Think of people sending letters to you know your grandkids and it ends up in Nicaragua instead of Spain or vice versa. That's that's so lazy. I'm appalled. (laughs) New England. Right, At least it's just like new... England. <laughs> Here I am in the United, S- the Eastern United States. What I like to call England. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the English are like what? Yeah, like, Wait, <laughs> no, uh, yeah. That's okay. Well, it's it's like if you made a
0: a cover album or something and just called it the album.
1: Right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're not the we're not a Beatles cover band. We are the Beatles. <laughs> no you're wait what <laughs> are, are you you can't anyway no, you're not the people no you're not you can't this is identity theft of a city uh, yes a theft a uh, yes a, a city theft <laughs> I, yes okay Go on. so go on I'm I'm already pissed at this dude
0: all right so there's these two cities Granada and Leon yeah um and uh Cordoba this dude uh
1: Uh, shit, where did I... Where did I talk about Cordoba? Did I talk about Cordoba? Yeah, he's the new conquistador. He's lazy. He can't invent new city names. He doesn't even know the word new. Right. All right, so this... Okay, so
0: Cordoba establishes two major cities, Granada and Leon, and starts Mm -hmm. to settle in with his boys. Mm. But then he pisses off the wrong people, I guess, so they behead him. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa.
1: That went... He got what he re- he deserved. If you can't, <laughs> if you can't think of a new city name, you're gonna lose your head. That's—I'm on board. Yeah, I mean people are gonna be mad at you. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> Look, we've got um, two cities now, same name. But it's but kind it, okay. of. Go oh, ahead. What? No, you go ahead. Well, it's it's like Alexander the Great. We, everyone thinks he he was great and all that. I call him. Alexander the stupid ass because he he started <laughs> so many cities and you know what he named them? Mm. Alexandria. Which, okay, I'll let it pass for like <laughs> one or two cities but he started like dozens of cities named Alexandria. Which is so... so it's... It's disappointing maybe, for so many reasons. Maybe he was imagining that one day they would all be
0: one giant interconnected Alexandria. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Just this network. Right. Yeah. So so Cordoba is dead. Right. And there was a reason. Mm-hmm. All right. It, it was basically this. It was called the, uh, I think, the Conquistador Wars. No. Uh The Conquistadors all wanted a piece of this new American pie, and the ones who got greedy or stopped responding to communications from the Spanish crown were considered traitors. Hmm and that Makes was sense. cordoba so yeah
1: cordoba cordoba oh oh so he he revolted against the spanish crown basically so, in a of speaking <laughs> <laughs> so he can't think of new names he's no. in a in a new land surrounded by potentially angry tribals and then he rebels against the spanish crown yeah no wonder he lost his head well i don't want i don't want you to imagine that like he had a revolt against
0: the spanish crown it was basically from what i understand it was like a technicality like he was he was like getting really competitive with the other conquistadors and he was like ah this is gonna be my city and they're like it's not your city it's spain's city he's like it's my city Uh, it's not your city it's spain's city and he's like it's My city, and they like cut off his head. No, okay. Well, yeah. Anyway, so Leon became the capital city of the new colony in Nicaragua after the conquistadors had fought their shit out, and the winners were declared. Mm -hmm. These winners divided up the land amongst themselves based on their conquests and established their own estates. Sure. And one of these conquistadors was Pedro Arias Dávila. Pedro Arias Davila. Mm -hmm. So Davila, the name is there. Um, Anyway, so he became the first governor of Leon. All right? Right. So what's a bunch of sweaty, bloodthirsty men to do when the fighting is over? Start a football team. Right. Trample on the natives? Sure. Enslave them? Yup. And how about steal their women? Uh, uh,
1: Because guess what?
0: (laughs) Yeah. The Spanish brought no women on their conquest in the New World. Um, Hmm. So they're like, hey, like... We really want to get married and like settle down and
1: shit. That's understandable,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, they start interbreeding with the uh, with the uh, the natives, hmm. and this is where we get the word uh, mestizo from, hmm. which I think that's how you pronounce it. Is that how you pronounce it? Uh, I don't know. Okay, it's it's yeah. But anyway, so it's a it's just a word for someone who's part European and part indigenous.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. And mestizo is basically just a word for mixed. So there's that. Draco Malfoy would be proud. Um, But yeah, this is like 76% of the Nicaraguan
1: population today. See, what's interesting about this is, I mean, Europeans were (laughs) generally not great to the Native Americans, but... In, this, in the south, you have the, the Spanish, like you said, intermingling and marrying the natives. And in the north, a lot of the English sell- settlers, it was the exact opposite, where it was forbidden to marry someone inferior to our race. It's well, odd that they you have this two-part system. <laughs> but I guess if right. you don't bring women along, it, it kind of forces you to, to make new plans. <laughs> yeah, the plan B. Uh
0: no I mean I, it's not that there was no uh I mean the natives hated it for the most part. Oh of but, course. Well yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the Spanish did, weren't huge fans of it either. Sure. I mean uh interbreeding was was a, uh, a complicated thing back then because I mean I mean, up to that point, nations were, like, separate and that sort of thing. There were yeah. very, very, very rare to find anything like an interracial marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is, like, in the entirety of, of humanity, like, facing this question for the first time. Like, yeah. on a major scale. Um, and it seems like the Spanish were like, all right, you know, we gotta, we're gotta we going to die. It's not like we can ship in a whole, you know, boatload of women or something. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's just that's just part of the story. So we're going to we're going to get there. Because mm-hmm. it, because it does come up again later. It's not unrelated, sure. okay? This comes up in Sandino's story. When we, Oh right, remember this episode's about Sandino. I did not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're getting there. Anyway, so in 1610, God blows up a volcano near oh. the city of Leon and destroys the whole
1: city. Yeah, see, even God is mad that you can't come up with a a better city name. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so anyway this is bad for the
0: settlers of course mm-hmm. but it's great for god because Uh-oh. now he can reclaim the land for his new vacation home All right. oh sure yeah and they rebuild the city a little ways away so there's that everything's <laughs> fine there was no volcano <laughs> uh-huh so with this land carefully parceled out among the conquistadors mm-hmm. there's something uh comes around called the Viceroyalty of new spain sounds important and at its maximal size in 1764 to 1803 this is just one massive just is it swathe or swath i don't know it's swathe swathy okay so there's just mm-hmm. one massive swathy of land from the tip top of south america all the way to the coast of canada oh is there yeah there there is that's the viceroyalty of new spain oh it's like half of america today like mm-hmm. straight down the middle and all the way down through Central America. I mean, North America, sorry. Um, straight down the middle to Central America to the tip top of South America in Brazil. The Spanish That's... have all of this land.
1: Now, by <laughs> define have. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Did they. Technically, it's theirs. Okay.
0: According to them. <laughs> uh, because nobody Fair else enough. is fighting over it just yet. Anyway. Yeah, because so...
1: no one knows it belongs to Spain. <laughs> the natives are just like. They don't. i don't know okay well 1764 all right uh, oh oh i didn't i didn't hear that yeah that's yeah. a little okay yeah 1764
0: is when spain lays claim to all of this land everything so, to, yeah the, to the west yeah. um and it's it's just interesting to imagine spain laying claim to all that land because you know nowadays we think of it as you know this is this is the united states like it's all one thing but back then it was it was this divided american pie like i said mm-hmm. um but anyway, so it's it's massive, is what I'm yeah. saying. The the claim that Spain has on uh, the Americas. So anyway, uh, in its early days, Nicaragua had little going on after the whole War of the Conquistadors bullshit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, there were, like, raids from other countries, civil wars, little shit like that. I mean, that's, that's kind of the name of the game up till then, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the major European powers are fighting over uh, land in Central and South and North America. Mm-hmm. That is just... <laughs> That's history, everybody. Um, but it, Nicaragua itself was
1: relatively stable into the 1800s. Sure. Well, uh, I, at, that, that makes sense. If you're one of the first places where the Spanish landed, I can see how the the infrastructure would grow out from there and yes. kind of keep things stabilized for, for a while. Right.
0: Um, and it was, it, like I said, it was all relatively stable up mm-hmm. until the 1800s. At which point, global politics started to rear its ugly ass head. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So, Nicaragua, minding its own business, became a part of what's called the first Mexican Empire in 1821. Ooh. Which is something I had never heard of. Mm, Yeah. Uh, But it didn't last long. Uh, It quickly became part of the United Provinces of Central America in 1823. Hmm. Uh, which there were just all these alliances going around Central American countries, uh, Central and South American countries, trying to like form their own thing, like um, you know a little bit like a little bit like what what Spain had done. It's like we went and got this land, and now it's ours. And they're like, well, hey,
1: actually we're independent, and also we're together. Does that yeah. make sense? Oh, for sure. And they're probably are they trying to over or get the spanish out of there is that kind of the idea no they they you see they are the spanish they're still under the spanish okay yeah so, they, they, so it's would it be- like
0: it's, it's a little bit like north america like uh-huh. the united states right they yeah. were like hey we're tired of being under the power of this crown sure Uh, We want to be our own independent thing, and we'd also like to do it together. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like the United States. Become like a second United States to the south of the United States. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, it does. It's a Spanish-speaking United States, basically. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Um, But Nicaragua was a part of these little alliances and things, little, big alliances and things. But Mm -hmm. finally, at a certain point, 1838, it decided, the country decided it wanted to become its own independent republic. All right. Okay, so it does. Uh, And the problem is, though, the country is deeply divided. Uh, Right. Uh, For whatever reason, actually, there's a lot of reasons, but there's, like I said, there's a lot of reasons for just this, but uh, there just so happens to be a huge political divide between the liberal and conservative elites in Nicaragua.
1: Now, I've never heard of something like this before. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, so, so here we are again.
0: <laughs> yep, here we are again. Welcome mm-hmm. to uh, Nicaragua in the 1800s. Okay, mm-hmm. liberal and conservative elites uh, in two different cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, in León, you have the dirty commie liberals, and in Granada, you got your backwoods redneck conservatives. Excellent. It's a tale as old <laughs> as time. Yeah. Uh, and these conservatives <laughs> and liberals are never on good terms and often have civil wars. Huh. uh And, of course, this kind of instability does wonders for the unity of a country's viability and in no way opens it up to tyranny and degeneration. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Right.
0: Yeah, because they couldn't sort their shit out. uh, And the liberals were really pissed off at the conservatives. In the 1850s, the liberals invited, and by the way, these are the words that are used in the history
1: books. I'm not just saying these liberal fucks. I'm saying the liberals as a group. Yeah, well, Uh, and it, it probably didn't mean liberal as we think of it today, right? It actually did. Wait, really? How so? Uh, in that, well, it's not—it's not quite what we think of
0: when we say liberal today, mm-hmm. but it was progressive. So, like, they believed in things like, uh, you know, uh, universal education. Uh, okay. They believed in, like, you know, compulsory voting, um, mm-hmm. in school reform, infrastructure reform, all that good stuff. Right. So, progressive shit, Theodore Roosevelt type shit. Okay. Um. So, anyway, the liberals were so pissed off with the conservatives that one time they invited this man named William Walker ah you remember him i do <laughs> uh william walker was an adventurer and idiot from the united states uh that they wanted to come over to nicaragua and fight the conservatives with mm-hmm. All right they wanted him to come and be, they're like hey we want these guys gone for good we want a liberal state here in nicaragua uh hey i have an idea let's outsource let's get the us
1: involved which never never a good idea <laughs> nope you don't want to do that one yeah um, and you know what's funny is I I was reading about the Roman Republic just a few days ago uh because I'm I'm researching for an upcoming surprise episode and it's the same thing people ask Rome like hey can you come in and help us uh with our own little civil war and Rome goes in and then uh then Rome doesn't leave after it's done that's right <laughs> and it's uh, it's just like America okay
0: Mhm. This is how empires function. Mhm. Um, so yeah, he, if you want to hear the details on this story, we do have an episode on William Walker. Yeah. Uh, kind of way back there, but he's this guy just came in and like literally declared himself president of Nicaragua in 1856. <laughs> he made English the official language <laughs> and all that good shit we talked about in the William Walker episode. Yeah. <laughs> but the end yeah. of William Walker's story is only the beginning of ours. Okay. Right? So, uh, to hear what happened to William Walker, go listen to We Talk About Dead People, episode fill-in-the-blank. <laughs> William Walker. <laughs> well, so, the point is, he's ousted. And the liberals who invited him uh, to get involved with the Republic's national affairs uh, to fight the conservatives look kind of bad. Yeah, because right? William Walker wasn't a great guy. Well, no. If you haven't
1: gotten that already.
0: Yeah, not good. Mm. Not good. Um, mm. And the liberals were like, oh, shit, that was a mistake. And everyone mm. else was like, hey, <laughs> let's give the conservatives a shot. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So the, the conservatives get a solid 30 years of ruling time in Nicaragua. All right, solid. All right. And, of course, this ended in a liberal revolt uh, mm-hmm. that saw a man named Jose Santos Zelaya. 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 I don't know. Um, he was brought to power in 1893, hmm. two years before a man named Augusto Calderon Sandino was born. Oh, And we'll get to him. Just hold on a bit, because we got to talk about Zelaya. Zelaya. Okay, yeah.
1: So is Zelaya a conservative in this? No. He's a liberal. So he came along at the end of the 30 years? Oh, (laughs) no. Okay. No, no.
0: Okay. And I I don't mean to make that sound bad. Zelaya was pretty solid by progressivist standards. All right. So he improved the education, railroads, and trade. Nice. Uh, He brought about uh, constitutional rights, such as equality rights, compulsory education, a compulsory vote, which, again, is something you don't really think about very often.
1: Right. You have to vote. Well, I, I, uh, our uh, Australian listeners understand. Mm-hmm, they get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't have many of them, but they are there. They are well, there. there aren't many Australians, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: There are three. Uh, I wonder They're how it is down in Wallace. the Upside Down.
0: Koalas. <laughs> <Wallace. laughs>
1: do, do, your, do your toilets... Do, do the water spin... Opposite? (laughs) Uh... Uh... Do you Uh, like boomerangs? Uh... I love boomerangs. Uh. (laughs) Oh... So, so Zalea...
0: Alright... Uh, Yeah, so he's doing okay, right? Bringing in Uh some infrastructure, making Nicaragua, you know, great again or whatever. Sure. However you want to look at it. But the U.S. is looking at the other Americas at this Uh. time, particularly Central America. And Uh. they're looking at it with some lusty eyes. Oh, no. So the U.S., of course, decides it's high time it started pulling classic American bullshit by intervening with elections. (laughs) Great. Yeah. Great stuff. Yeah. So in 1909. Zelaya, Zelaya. I'm so sorry. I, I don't know how to pronounce that. I should have written it down. Anyway, but uh, Zelaya goes up against a man named Juan Jose Estrada, mm-hmm. a conservative backed by the United States. Uh-huh. <laughs> See how this goes? Yeah, See I do. how this goes? I yeah. do. <laughs> so the conservative Estrada is looking to overthrow Zelaya's reign, and with the support of the Americans, he had a pretty good chance of doing it. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but things get hairy. Um, when a couple of United States citizens who are living in Nicaragua, uh, which I don't know how that works, but anyway, so they're living in Nicaragua, they're accused of planting mines in support of the conservative revolt. Oh, no. Here we go. And whether they did plant the mines or not is not a settled historical question. Right. But for Zelaya, it was a settled question. (laughs) He ordered the execution of the two United States (sighs) captives. Oh, no. So the U.S. is like, you know, classic. Yo, uh, them's American citizens. You can't kill our people and get away with it. Right. So the U.S. severs ties with Nicaragua. And by severs its ties, I mean fucking invades. (laughs) (laughs) That's a bit... All right. I mean, I was up... Oh, okay. Okay, so I just got to say right off the bat, like, Mm -hmm. that's a massive oversimplification. Um... For all intents and purposes, that's what it was. But so many things happen so quickly, it's kind of ridiculous. Okay? So this is all happening in the December of 1909. Okay? Yikes. First, the two Americans are executed under Zelaya's orders. Jesus. Second, the U.S. declares relations are over with Nicaragua. Third, Estrada captures three towns on the border with Costa Rica and is riling up the citizens at the
1: Nicaraguan capital of Managua. So... Nicaragua yeah. was going through its own civil war uh, that broke out from the elections yes. while the US is invading.
0: Yes, but remember there was mm-hmm. there were civil wars and things like this all th- it was everyday leading up to this except for those like those uh-huh. years when I mean even when Zelaya was trying to put his stuff in um like there was still you know revolts and uprisings and you know yeah. conservatives versus liberals all this crap, right? So yeah, okay. Uh, so yeah. Uh, the fourth thing that happens after Estrada captures these towns and riles up the city, uh, the capital city, um, is that there are U.S. Navy warships moving <laughs> into position to begin the occupation of Nicaragua. What? Yep. All right. Yep. So suddenly shit's not looking good for Zelaya. All right. Yeah. So what's a liberal to do? In the face of this probable conservative takeover, send a letter to Moscow. <laughs> no, he oh. quits. <laughs> uh,
1: That's good. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh. <laughs> he, he flees. Yeah, he quits and he flees to Mexico in a Mexican gunboat,
2: mm-hmm. which
0: sails in right past the U.S. warships and mm. sails right the fuck back with El Presidente in tow. Mm. And it's not like the U.S. was unaware that this guy was sneaking around right under their nose. But, sure. like, who cares? He's leaving, right? We're getting yeah. our, our guy Estrada in. Doesn't matter. Um, anyway. So the Americans are like, fine, you can surrender. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, a, a dude named Jose Mad- Madriz? Madriz? Madriz, I could say like Madriz, Anyway, Jose takes Zelaya's place, uh, Zelaya Zelaya, and he just starts staring right into the face of this rebellion. Hmm. Uh, he's, he's he's the he's a he's a liberal, right? And he's, right. he's the right hand man of Zelaya, and now he's in power. And he <laughs> actually does a pretty good job, uh, at oh. least initially. Sure. Uh, but eventually, Madriz uh, resigns under immense pressure, huh. because Juan Estrada is just unstoppable. Yeah. And Estrada just becomes
1: president of Nicaragua. All right, so we've got the conservative with the American warboats now as leader of Nicaragua.
0: Yeah, and the Americans are sticking around.
1: Um, what, well, like, like we do? Yeah, like
0: we do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, so this guy Madriz was around for like two years before he was forced to resign. Before he's forced to resign. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was replaced by another conservative named Adolfo
1: Diaz hmm. in 19. 19- These cause... names are so cool.
0: Yeah, I know, and I can't pronounce any of them. I apologize, Sofia. Uh, she is of Nicaraguan
1: ancestry. Oh, <laughs> she, oh dear she requested <laughs> this this episode's gonna go live and then we're gonna realize that uh, we lost a patron um, <laughs> And we have three unread voicemails from the Nicaraguan government <laughs> Oh boy <laughs> send in the warships. <laughs>
0: All right. Okay. So uh, I I I am gonna stop apologizing for n- mispronouncing names. I I don't know if I'm even supposed to pronounce them right. <laughs> uh, right. So it, I mean, because you listen to history lecturers, and most of them don't pronounce it right, and the ones that do, you're like, you kind of feel like they're being obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, but anyway, so hey, remember how this who this episode's about? You remember?
1: No. <laughs> uh, Sandino?
0: No. Uh, yeah, it's about
1: Sandino. Um, mm. Uh, Augusto Calderon Sandino. Yeah. If but, we can't anglicize your country, we'll at least anglicize your names. <laughs> oh, God! Way to, <laughs> way to make it worse, <laughs> asshole! That's the motto of America, okay?
0: <laughs> There's a town in Texas called Amarillo, and everybody uh, pronounces it Amarillo. Samarillo, uh, right?
1: But yeah, we all, we all like say that. Amarillo.
0: Anyway, so... <clears throat> I'm a full Texan now. So we have. So here, here's where, here's where we are. All right. We finally have the full story about where Sandino is in history, and yeah. we can truly begin to dig deep. All right. Excellent. So, Augusto Calderon Sandino was born again in 1895. The mm-hmm. bastard son of a man named Gregorio Sandino, who was a wealthy Spanish landowner. Go figure. Who had an affair with one of his servants, an indigenous woman named Margarita Calderon.
2: Mm. Right. Mm
0: -hmm. and he lived with his mom until he was about nine, at which point his father decided to bring him into his own house and get the boy educated. Oh, God. All right. Or he went to live with his grandmother. There are conflicting accounts. We really are not entirely sure. It's also possible that he lived with his grandmother and was just educated at his father's house. We just don't know. All right. Right. All I know is that uh, from here is that that's kind of how things were until Sandino was 17. Hmm. At which point, of course, it was 1912. And this is when shit really hits the fan. This is a big year for Nicaragua. Okay? Uh-huh. So, uh-huh, the U.S. has been meddling in Nicaraguan affairs quite a bit. To the yeah, point unnoticed. where... Yeah, Yeah, to the point... <laughs> to the point that uh, where the uh, Nicaraguan National Assembly decides that it's finally had enough of this Adolfo Diaz guy. All right? Right. Uh, and the United States, of course, refuses to recognize this decision as legitimate. <laughs> Because you see, Diaz uh-huh. is kind of a puppet of the United States. Really? By which I mean he's full on stick up his ass, talking head, Sesame Street star, and Muppet puppet. This guy Yeah, is, so there is, there's the Muppet. He is yeah. a Muppet. He, he's literally a Muppet, all right? <laughs> there, he's going right. to sing a song about how Muppety he is, how great America is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, Diaz. Like I said, is a conservative, and of course, uh-huh. because he's a conservative, he has a liberal opponent. All right. There's mm-hmm. there's always the counterbalance in this these stories, all right. Mm-hmm. And this is a Nicaraguan nationalist, liberal, named Luis Mayna. I think mm-hmm. it's Mayna and mena and diaz have a long history and it all sure. culminates with mena leading uh, another rebellion against diaz like you do okay. yeah so diaz of course being on a full being a full on Hamburglar puppet turns to the us for support basically saying i can't protect your united states citizens uh, without I your help <laughs> Such a great line, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to which the U.S. says, with stars in its eyes and fireworks exploding behind its giant bald eagle head, it says, "No citizen of the United States of America is gonna be left behind." Classic. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, th- I mean, again, it's a tale as old as fucking Nicaragua. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so <clears throat> a bunch of shit, again, happens all at once, all right? Mm. So first, Managua is bombed by insurgent forces for like
1: four hours.
0: Oh, jeez. All right, so the liberals are, are getting their getting their, their shit out there. They're like, all right, you know, fuck the conservatives, and they just bomb Managua. Great. Second, Mena captures a bunch of steamers owned by a U.S. company. Oh, there it
1: is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> can't can't oh, have that. We can't. Uh, you know, it's not the bombing of a city for four hours that gets us. it have no. got our steamboats. <laughs> yep,
0: yep. So uh, the third thing that happens is that three U.S. ships full of Marines uh. <laughs> <laughs> arrives in Nicaragua to protect not only allegedly to protect not only the U.S. citizens in Nicaragua, but also to prop up Diaz and his boys in the face of this new revolt. We do what we can. Yeah, we're just protecting our U.S. citizens. We're not invading. Mm -hmm. Those aren't Marines. They're police officers. (laughs) They're friends. (laughs) (laughs) Marines mean friends. Yeah. (laughs) That's a maxim I would not take to the bank if I lived anywhere but the U.S. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: well. Yeah. (laughs) So, so... Okay, th- this is this is a great Sorry. situation for everyone. Yeah, this is a- <laughs> Also, isn't it like 1912 or something? Yeah, it's 1912. So it's just a great time for
0: the world. <laughs> it's just <laughs> wonderful. Titanic yeah. sinking, Nicaragua's getting invaded.
1: <laughs> yeah, we got this little thing uh World War 1 on the horizon. Oh, um, really? Yeah, and yeah, that's coming fever and, uh, yeah, this is it's a good year. flu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just good time to be alive world's doing great right now
0: <laughs> so uh, anyway the marines land in nicaragua mm-hmm. uh and this results in a pretty mid-level conflict it's not like this massive thing it's i mean because there's only like there's i think around a thousand marines definitely less than a thousand sure um it's not that many relatively speaking but it's just kind of like there. a show of force
1: in a way, maybe. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I would, I, I, wouldn't know how to exactly label it. Okay, but it's not like a massive invasion force, not exactly, because uh, I don't think they need a massive invasion force. Because well, America know, never invades. Oh no, we don't. We don't. Invade. We, we're we, peacekeepers. We, we protect. <laughs> yeah. In your country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So anyway. <clears throat> This mid-level conflict involved the U.S. military working with the Nicaraguan government, the conservative government at this time, Mm -hmm. to take down MENA, and it kind of worked. It ended up with MENA surrendering and being deported to Panama. I see. Yeah. And by ended, I mean after the liberals were defeated, the U.S. Marines and conservative Nicaraguan forces went on a mission to find and eliminate the rest of the liberal forces in Nicaragua.
1: Uh Oh. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Oh mainly See, because okay that's it's not like, my okay. kind of treasure hunt <laughs> <laughs> finding the liberals and eliminating them
0: yes but I want you to I want you to understand it's not like they went and like as far as I know uh-huh. it's not like the liberals didn't resist
1: because so, okay if
0: this were to, if this picture were to remain consistent with the fifty other times it happens mm-hmm. um they're just regrouping in the mountains right yeah it's like a
1: guerrilla warfare hunt almost. that's right that's yeah. right
0: I mean, after World War II, there were a bunch of SS people who went into the forest. Remember that? Like, mm-hmm. just hid mm-hmm. out, and they had to root them out, right? Yep. Um, I'm not comparing the liberals to the SS. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. That it's The tactics are similar. The tactics are similar. So they went to root these guys out, and they kind of managed to do most of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the main resistance was from a guy named Celadon. Celadon. Do you pronounce a Z, a, like a S sound? Isn't that right? You took Spanish, didn't you? Uh,
1: oh, no. Yeah, I took I Spanish for so six stupid. years, and I don't remember <laughs> anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. so whatever.
0: Zelodon
1: <laughs> Zeladon. <laughs> came in from the planet Jupiter with seven spaceships, <laughs> and Zeladon is here to fight the U.S. Marines it in the rainforests like- of Nicaragua.
0: If you say it like Zeladon, it sounds like a frickin' god that Elron Hubbard made <laughs> Um, Alright, so the main resistance was from Zeladon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zeladon. The space um, lord. Yeah, the space <laughs> lord. <laughs> but it didn't last too long. Um, uh, sure. He was eventually taken down. Uh, and this conflict ended with the reinstatement of Adolfo Diaz as the mm. Nicaraguan president. Okay right mm-hmm. uh and so the marines were there in 1912 and they would stay there from
1: 1912 to 1933 uh, <laughs> so even <laughs> though world war 1 happened we still so got to keep them marines down south let's just put it this way if you were born the day
0: that the marines invaded oh, you yeah. would be allowed to take your first drink in celebration of them leaving you should, uh... Yeah. If the laws are the same. Well, they're not, but that's, I mean, you get my point. What I'm yeah, saying is that's a they were long there for time. a long ass time. Jeez. Um, and because of this, from 1910 to 1926, the conservatives maintained power in Nicaragua.
1: Mm. <laughs> Funny how that works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Funny how it's easy to keep your regime going when you have U.S. Marines on your side. Yep, yep. yep. Hmm. Um, so it's during this little window...
0: Uh, when we hear from Sandino for the first time.
1: Okay, we're an hour in, and we're no, finally. I, I know. All right. So <laughs> no, this is good. Yeah. Here, here it goes.
0: All right. So the first thing that this Sandino does in 1921 mm-hmm. is that he shoots a man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Correct>. Why? <laughs> well, I don't know why. Yeah. Well, there's this man. <laughs> uh huh. A
0: conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, named De Roberto Rivas think mm-hmm. uh, i'm just gonna call him Berto. um so this guy Berto insulted sandino's mother <laughs>
1: Oh jesus
0: <laughs> so sandino shoots his ass <laughs> uh, there we go that's what i'm talking about <laughs> right so sandino fails to kill this man uh and knowing that he's probably in a lot of danger especially considering that the conservatives are in power at this time right he flees to mexico and gets a job with an oil company hmm. for about four years And while he's there, the Mexican Revolution is wrapping up, and a new order is being formed in Mexico, one Hmm. that Sandino kind of likes. And we're not going to super get into it, but I'll give you the things that Sandino liked about it, all right? Yeah. For one, they had a good constitution, a new one, with lots of liberal policies written into it, uh, Uh something that he's all for. Because, okay, just, just, just remember this, okay? People, or young people, typically are not happy with old people, all right? Yeah. So if the old people are conservative, the young people are probably going to be more liberal. And if the old people are liberal, the young people are probably going to be more conservative. This is mm-hmm. like a cycle that occurs generationally. I mean, it's it's really just a fact, okay? So Sandino's all for liberal policies because guess what? He's grown up in a conservative regime. Sure. All right, so he's seeing this Mexican Revolution wrapping up. Con- Constitution and liberal policies like, Yeah. That's what I want. Mm -hmm. But again, it's no wonder that he really likes this stuff. He's come from an extremely polarized country that has failed to maintain its own national interests in the face of U.S. interventionism, Mm -hmm. uh, falling prey to some damn cowardly conservative puppets, right? Yeah. In his lifetime, conservatives and their ilk being in power are to blame for the state of his nation. Yeah. And naturally, as Sindino meets up with individuals who are involved in the Mexican Revolution, he becomes a little more interested in things like anti-imperialism, anarchy, Good. communism, Good. and another idea, <laughs> and a la- one or more ideology called, and I'm going to try, but indigenismo, in- indigenismo, uh, whatever. Hmm. It's it's essentially the glorification of
1: indigenous peoples in Latin America. Interesting. Okay, that's, that's hmm. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm. I'm excited to hear I'm not asking you to
0: make a co- I'm not asking you to make
1: a comment, but no, I just—it's not up. a philosophy I've—I've I've heard of much, <laughs> so no,
0: I'd never heard of it either until yeah. this. um I mean, I've heard people say things that sound like it, but I've never mm-hmm. heard the word. Um. Anyway, so meanwhile, uh, back home in Nicaragua, the U.S. is—I uh, think it would just be indigenism. That would be the closest thing in English. Sure. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but anyway, back home in Nicaragua, the U.S. is still pulling some shit. Nice. <laughs> uh, so briefly after Diaz's re- Adolfo Diaz's reinstatement as president, Sandino arrived on the scene
1: mm-hmm.
0: and witnessed the opening acts of what was called the Constitutionalist War, oh God. which was about constitutions. <laughs> yeah, we got that. Yeah, okay. So the liberals took uh, Puerto Cabezas, uh, mm-hmm. led by... General Jose Maria Moncada Tapia.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> general Jose Maria Moncada Tapia. Uh, I'm going to say uh-huh. them both now. Uh, he was there on behalf of the exiled liberal vice president by the name of Juan Batista Sacasa. Uh-huh. Okay, so this is this, is, uh, this so general. So the liberals are
1: fighting back. Yeah, are, so the liberals
0: mm-hmm. are fighting back, and they've taken a main port, all right? Ooh. Um. And with this port in the hands of the liberals, uh, Sacasa, the exiled vice president, has a safe and secure way to go back home to Nicaragua and declare himself the actual president of Nicaragua. Uh Uh-huh. So now you have two presidents. (laughs) Good. Um, um, And one president is recognized as official by the United States, Mm. and the other is recognized as official by Mexico. Oh,
1: no. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah. So...
0: (laughs) Alamo time, boys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, okay, so... Look, just imagine this little problem here, okay? Mm-hmm. You've got you've got a conservative backed by the US claiming to be president. Yeah. You've got a liberal backed by Mexico claiming to be president.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which one do you support? As a Nicaraguan. Which one do you support?
1: I'll I'll choose plan
0: C, none of the <laughs> <Yeah>. above. <laughs> well, okay, so you support one. Yep. Yeah. How do you not get radicalized? Right. Oh. Pick one. You how do you not get radicalized? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the thing I want that I it, it found interesting about Sandino. Okay, is because he did find his option C. Oh, all right. Yeah. So <clears throat> he's working Sandino in the meantime. While all this shit's going down, is working at a gold mine owned by a United States company. Of course. Lecturing his fellow miners on the evils of social inequality and the failures of the current political system.
1: Hmm.
0: A lot of these miners were like. Oh, okay, you're right. Uh, let's do this shit.
1: Because, <laughs> Yeah. Go now, how dare they? What do you mean? All right. They... If you're a miner and you're working in ash in the middle of the earth, that's how <laughs> mines work, and you're digging up all this gold and then America takes it, I... Just be okay with your lot in life. Like, <laughs> it's not that bad. Take a breather, okay? Jeez. Well, it's... just
0: look at just look at it uh, from mm-hmm. from their point of view, Sandino's point of view. It's like, but this is fucking stupid. We're mining gold for a country that's occupying us, <laughs> yeah. while our leaders battle amongst themselves over who's more you know progressive or who's more conservative or whatever. Yeah. Um. It's like, I mean, of course you're gonna drop your pickaxe and go, let's go. Yeah. Because you're already working hard. You're already suffering. It's like, well, pff, so what if I die? Right. So yeah. he got he got together a whole bunch of gold miners and other kinds of laborers, mostly gold miners, though. Sure. And turned them into a ragtag army. Nice. Uh Got them armed <clears throat> and led an attack against a conservative garrison at El Hicaro. El okay. Hicaro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which failed miserably, because he's not a trained soldier, and neither are his men. And, they, you know, it's not like they have state-of-the-art weaponry. Yep. Um, but the point is, they did it. And, I mean... The, they get the re- an A-plus for trying. Uh, exactly. A for effort, absolutely. Yeah. You've got and a bunch of problem- dead
1: miners, but... Mm, yeah. It's life. <laughs> so the <laughs> That's problem- Hollywood business. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
0: the problem with Sandino's boys, alright, mm-hmm. is not is not only that they had, like... No training or anything. Like I said, they had shitty weapons that had been imported from Honduras and needed to be replaced. Oh, dear. Um, But even though this attack failed, now Sandino had a little clout because he'd proven he wasn't just a Twitter warrior. Sure. Sure. He was a real warrior uh, who had seen real fighting at this Mm -hmm. point. So he goes to Commander, Commander General Jose Maria Moncada and says, give us some better guns so we can actually fight these guys. Sure, yeah. And what does Commander General Jose Maria Moncada say?
1: Fly home, buddy. I work alone. Oh God! And <laughs> so yeah, and we've seen that before too. Like this military, no, I want the glory. Yeah. Uh, instead of working together for a common goal, you, right, you have well, to get that that shiny medal.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's a little more complicated than that. From what mm-hmm. I understand, he couldn't know like who this guy was. It's like, well, that's fair. <laughs> um, and he could, you know, the uh, the invasion failed, so he might be thinking he's not a very good soldier, or this might be a false flag. You know, he well,
1: faked it. You know, and his and this general's armaments are probably he well he probably doesn't he might not even have the guns to give <laughs> to this person he doesn't know and he knows that he militarily failed so i understand that now that right. i think about it but there's a lot there's a lot of different
0: reasons for it right um but anyways it doesn't matter cuz sandino is a, is a bit let down mm-hmm. um he walks home kicking a tin can down the street feeling mm-hmm. very sad When he realizes that the tin can he's kicking isn't a can at all! All Why no! It's an expensive gun dropped by a fleeing conservative soldier!
1: And what's this? There's guns everywhere! (laughs) So he's in Alabama now, and. (laughs) He made it all the way to Texas. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So it's just like manna? God is dropping guns down? Yeah, that's the most conservative thing I've ever said. <laughs> he was following armies. Um, uh-huh. You know, he wasn't really fighting them,
0: but when they lost battles, he would just go in and gather up the, the supplies. Nice. And he su- secures these weapons, and he turns them over to the liberal command structure, who sure. all agree that Sandino is now worthy of their support. Right? right. So he's proven himself. And the commanders grant him a commission and send him northward to recruit more soldiers and attack government buildings. Okay. And later on, he joined Moncada at the Siege of Managua, which was very nearly successful, mm. but ended in a ceasefire because none other than the United States of America threatened military intervention.
1: Well, yeah, but it would have been okay. But it's like,
0: <laughs> they're already intervening. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh. But I think it probably meant set, send like actual support uh, soldiers and that sort of thing. <laughs> Just, Yeah. Not just leave them on the beach or whatever. Right. Um, So with this ceasefire in place, the U.S. brings in a negotiator uh, named Henry L. Stimson Mm. to basically force the liberals and conservatives in Nicaragua to talk to each other instead of fighting.
1: That's the kind of intervention we need. (laughs) Well,
0: just wait, James. Oh, no. Don't speak too soon, buddy. Okay, because... I take it back. It's never that
1: simple. (laughs) If only liberals and conservatives could talk to each other. (laughs) I mean, we do have gunboats on one of the sides, but hey, we're, we're a third party. We're not interested. No.
0: (laughs) Okay. So this guy, Henry L. Stimson comes in Mm. and it's basically like, all right, buddy, like you guys have been fighting for like decades you conservatives you liberals you've got mm-hmm. to, you've got to sort your shit out yeah um but of course he has his own interests right sure. because he's working on behalf of the united states but he does manage to get both sides to sign what's called the espino negro accord hmm. which stipulated that both sides disarm quit fighting wait for adolfo diaz to finish his term wow yeah, and establish a new and unified Guardia Nacional, which is a national. All right. Card. Yeah. That see that's progress. Yeah, it is. It, I mean, that's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. So just right. just just wait though, <laughs> because it, at this point it's like it's like this sounds like the greatest thing ever. Yes. Like, like okay, we're gonna end these. You guys have to talk. You mm-hmm. have to talk. They do. They agree to disarm. They're gonna stop fighting. They're gonna let the president finish out his term. But after that, they're gonna have new elections. Sure. Um, and we're also going to have a national army mm-hmm. um, that's populated by both of us. Excellent. Uh, so it can't be, you know, it used by one side or the other. Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. So it sounds great. All right. Yeah. Now, remember how I said both sides signed this agreement? Yes. Well, there's another side. <laughs> All right. Sandino side. Ah. Mm hmm. Because the problem was, the U.S. still intended to occupy Nicaragua until all of this deal was taken.
1: Excellent. Right?
0: Yeah. Um, And and the way, you know, Sandino's looking around and he's seeing all of his revolutionaries giving up their weapons. Ah. And he says, this is not good. So he's seeing the bigger picture, right? (laughs) Right, right. Excellent. He's saying, okay, it sounds good now, but what do you do now that they have your guns? Mm -hmm. What do you do? So Sandino—and uh, he also doesn't want to—he doesn't like that this shit is being done by the U.S. He wants, he wants
1: Nicaragua to be making the decisions, right? Well, he didn't like the U.S. to begin with, and now no. he's going to He's gonna hate the U.S. even more because they've taken more power over the, the Nicaraguan system. That's right. Yeah, so, this is—I'm oh, on his side. <laughs> yeah, Sandino is a
0: nationalist. Sure. Um, and he's a liberal— And he believed that Nicaragua must be its own free state. And Mm -hmm. he wasn't about to let the United States dictate what happened in Nicaragua, let alone a puppet president. uh, It might become a puppet state. Hmm. And Sandino saw this writing on the wall, and he didn't want any part of it. He was like, this isn't going to happen.
2: Nope.
0: So while in the mountains, Sandino meets a nice girl and gets married. Oh, that's nice. Um, But there's not much on that, because he's really (laughs) too busy to start a family. He's Um, got stuff to do. He's got shit to do. So he decides to take 50 men... Uh, to the San Albino mines in mm-hmm. Nueva Segovia. Mm-hmm. Why?
1: To I'm gonna let you guess. <laughs> um. To, so he's going to the mines. He's got some yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. They well, they're all experienced miners. I. Are they looking for funding? Are they going to sabotage the mines? To uh... hmm. Well, the thing is, he
0: used to work in this mine. Right. And he knew that there was about 500 pounds of dynamite just waiting to be stolen. When asked why he wanted this dynamite, he responded rather flatly, kill Yankees.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is great. I know, you gotta love the guy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So Sandino just takes over the mine uh, and drives out everyone who is not demonstrably Nicaraguan. So, mm-hmm. foreign workers, uh, Americans of any, of any standard, like North Americans, yeah. um, anybody who was U.S., nope, get out. Um, sure. <laughs> so, within a month, Sandino, amidst his little army of 50 men, had written up a personal manifesto. Oh, wow. In which he totally dissed Moncado for being such a pussy about the whole Espino Negro affair. All right. He accused him of being a ben de That's hmm. I pronounced that like a, like I was speaking Latin. Uh, which is just country seller. Mm -hmm. Uh, And lastly, declared war on the United States. Oh. oh, oh. With 50 guys. Might need some
1: more dynamite.
0: (laughs) Yep. And here's here's a quote from his manifesto. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, quote. Come, you pack of morphine addicts. Come to kill us (laughs) in our own land, and I will await you standing strong at the head of my patriotic soldiers, not caring about how many of you there are. Bear in mind that when this happens, the destruction of your greatness will shake the Capitol in Washington. With your blood-reddening, blood, blood reddening the white sphere crowning your famous White House, the cavern where you plot your crimes.
1: Holy shit!
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sign me up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, lots of passion in that writing. I mean, right. I don't blame him for confusing the White House for the Capitol building. Because um, mm-hmm. I did that, you know, and he's not from the country, so... And the White House is so stupid looking anyway next to the Capitol building. It is. <laughs> so anyway, <clears throat> he declares war on the United States, mm-hmm. and the United States declares war on Sandino. <laughs> yeah, oh. and it, this is where you really start to like this guy, you know? Yeah. Um You're like, shit. This takes balls. Like- <laughs> He's such an underdog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: wow. So
0: the U.S. sends a squad of Marines, uh, and and get this. The newly forming Nicaraguan Guardia Nacional. Nacional. Oh, God. Nacional. Yeah. Oh. The new Nicaraguan National Guard, that army mm-hmm. that was liberals and conservatives. Yeah. Is now working with the U.S. Yikes. So Sandino saw the writing on the wall. That's hmm. <laughs> what I'm saying. Right. Uh, and they send him, they send both of these uh, forces to capture or kill their target. mm and this little squad ended up being besieged by Sandino and his men, who were armed with ancient rifles and machetes. Like Holy shit. <laughs> and, yeah, machetes.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Um, so they're just charging these Marines and the Nicaraguan National Guard. Oh, my uh, God. Which, again, pretty ballsy. But, unfortunately, ballsy can go one of two ways. And, unfortunately, uh-huh. for Sandino... It goes the bad way. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, The Marines, on top of being armed with the latest guns the world had to offer, had possession of five military biplanes, Mm. which took this opportunity to perform one of the first dive bombing attacks recorded in history. Oh, man. So Sandino lost 80 men, um, and the Marines lost one, and the National Guard, three.
1: So it's just a a slaughter. I mean, it's a small battle, but yikes. Yeah, it's, it's not good. The thing Um, is, though, is eh, this is a really this is really bad press for the Americans mm. in Nicaragua. I can see this. I can see the backlash that's going to come from this. (laughs) You bet. Yeah, you you bet. What a bad decision to declare war on him. That's giving his cause so much legitimacy Uh, is such a stupid decision. And I, I don't. I mean, well, I'm, I'm I, don't, mad, I don't but... know if it was an official declaration of war, but they put him on the hit list. Well, exactly. Like this... it, it doesn't matter. They went after him, which makes yeah. him this saint-like figure who yeah. didn't give in like all the other liberals did. Yeah, right. this is yeah. a lot of mistakes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, uh, yeah. But, I mean, his first major battle is a, is a terrible loss. I mean, it mm-hmm. just gets squished. and um, Yeah. But nothing, nothing stops the Sandman. (laughs) Right. He continues to lead his men into battles, suicide or not. And with his remaining 200 men, he attacks a small guard post guarded by less than 50 soldiers. All right. And the Sandinistas, as they were called, ended up taking 75 casualties while the Marines took three. Even though they outnumbered them Uh by 150 men, the Marines, uh, you know, took them down. So... Again, things don't seem to be looking good for Sandino, at least no. not proportionally speaking, but they still haven't caught him. And that's what makes him so important. Yeah. So he starts referring to himself as Augusto Cesar Sandino, which Cesar is the is the word that matters there. Yeah. Um, it's arguably straight up cooler than his old name, but it also gives him a slight bit more legitimacy. It doesn't call back to, you know, the fact that he was a bastard or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Cesar, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, he starts calling his army <clears throat> the Army in Defense of the National Sovereignty of Nicaragua. That's a great move. <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah. it's
1: it's right there. It is. Yeah. Hmm. Um so, so the sovereignty that, is that's the key because mm-hmm. I, I, the the citizens at this point, you can see that both the conservative and the liberal governments, they're they're complete puppets. They've given yeah. in to the Americans. They're so the, easily manipulated. Yeah. Yeah. And Sandino so, is saying, no,
2: hmm.
1: we need to be our own nation. This is this is incredible. And I, I know I'm an American. I, I do love America, but I am fully on board with Sandino right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the um
0: it's 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 easy to be sympathetic to this. Absolutely. Um he's he well, cares about his country and he cares about his people and he's he sees the left and the right, the conservatives and the liberals, constantly pitting against each other, accomplishing nothing. Mm-hmm. promising everything yep. and delivering nothing yep. and then uh, then lining their pockets with money from other countries selling the resources and people of exactly. their country to work basically slave labor uh, i mean yeah. he sees this and he's like this is unacceptable um, i want my
1: country back
0: <laughs> i want my country back
1: yeah.
0: so he's a patriot um yeah. and you know and that's dangerous Sure. You know, he's making all these ballsy moves, and the U.S. Marines are like, this, you know we can't let this happen. Oh, so they're flying biplanes around, trying to find out where his base of operations is. Mm-hmm. And they actually do find it. It's known as El Chipote. Uh, and they, they find it, and they head in to capture him. But on reaching the base, they discover that all the guards are actually straw dummies carrying <laughs> fake weapons and wearing old clothes. <laughs> oh, that's sick. <laughs> yeah. So he got away that time. Um, mm-hmm. But less than two months later, the Marines and the Nicaraguan National Guard found his base again. Yikes. This time, Sandino and his boys were waiting for them. Uh, oh. But it didn't take long for Sandino's outgunned men to flee the battle. Oh. Uh, they lost 20 men and killed one. Yikes. Now, Sandino was becoming known for exaggerating his victories and minimizing his defeats. Mm-hmm. Um, in this battle, uh, where he lost 20 men and only killed one... Uh, Sandino claimed that his army had killed about a hundred Americans, uh, Hmm. even though there were 66 Marines involved in the battle.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, (laughs) numbers, numbers are, they're a touchy subject. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: actually he only killed one according to the official story,
1: but remember
0: Mm -hmm. it's the victors who write the history. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So he might've done better than they're saying he did. I don't know. Yeah. The point is, they, they look like they're scared of him. And I don't know if I would be that scared of a guy who is, you know, losing half of his army while I only lost
1: one guy or whatever. Well, and it sounds like he doesn't have really an army. It's more just a bunch of... Just a handful of guys. It's a ragtag army. I mean, yeah. that's
0: for sure. But, uh, yeah, it's hard to get a number. I think at, at his max he had like 3,000 people. Oh, uh, okay, so he does side. have a couple. Yeah, so, hmm. uh, Anyway, so here's a here's a here's a quote uh, from from Sandino as well, uh, outlining his his philosophy a little bit more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Nicaragua shall not be the patrimony of imperialists. I will fight for my cause as long as my heart beats. If through destiny I should lose. There are in my arsenal five tons of dynamite, which I will explode with my own hand. Oh, my God. The noise of the cataclysm will be heard 250 miles. (laughs) All who hear will be witness that Sandino is dead. Let it not be permitted that the hands of traitors or invaders shall profane his remains. Oh, shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Damn. So he's, he's going out one way or another.
0: Right, right. And he's going to let everyone know that he's gone. Right? Yeah. Like, when it's over, it's over. Huh. So Sandino decided to broaden his crosshairs uh, mm-hmm. and vowed to not only kill all the Marine invaders in Nicaragua, but also any other uh, North Americans, uh, United States people, in the land altogether.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, so so probably not a good move. No. Um, you don't want to be going after...
1: You know, Is he going, like, workers or... Civilians, you no, know, I don't
0: want to say one way or the other, because um, sure. it was kind of unclear, but I'm assuming it was just anybody who, like, refused to leave, sure. Um, in the face of all this, anybody who was involved with what was going on in Nicaragua, he was like, any basically, we need to
1: purge these Americans who are trying to manipulate everything, yeah. Um, well, and I can see, I for him that's you can you can hit a little closer to home against your enemy who seems so far away Mm -hmm. um but if yeah that's gonna get the american people to be (laughs) pretty opposed to that yeah
0: so anyway the marines respond to this uh by increasing their air raids on sandino's forces sure but they still couldn't find the bastard And he's still raiding the Marines. Um, he actually kills five of them in May of 1928, which is hmm. a lot more than usual. Than one? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. The, then the Marines just decided just fucking do it the fun way. Uh, mm-hmm. And so they hunt down his mother. Oh, no. And persuade her to write a letter to Sandino asking him to surrender. Okay. His mom is sending him a letter. You know, just
1: come in, now, come home. Now, this is the guy who shot a man <laughs> after that man insulted his mom, right? Right, right. Okay, this... And, yeah, and <laughs> uh, now his this mom who, his mom, who he
0: cares deeply about, or whatever, is saying, come in. Hmm. And he says no. Uh, yeah. He vows to fight until the United States leaves Nicaragua. All right. Uh, But Sandino, like I said, still could not be found. Um, Mm -hmm. He even staged a funeral for himself to make the U.S. (laughs) think he was finally dead. Uh Um, President Calvin Coolidge in particular had a problem with Sandino and was the guy pushing the hardest for his capture or assassination. Interesting. Which was Hmm. not a good look. No. Um, So anyway, in the midst of all this, this, Sandino has been communicating with powers abroad to increase the expansion of his message. Mm -hmm. Uh, And what was his message? (laughs) Well, Sandino framed it in racial terms. Interesting. So here we go. We're we're back to talking about race a little bit. Yeah. So his declaration of war was largely in the re- in the interest of protecting uh, the quote Indo Hispanic race. Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted to force the resignation of Diaz. He wanted to force the United States to withdraw from Nicaragua, um, and he wanted elections run by the people. You know, Nicaraguans. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and uh but yeah his he, he was his uh his rhetoric was i wouldn't say largely but at least partially based on racial terms sure um he wanted to protect
1: his people as yeah. he saw
0: it his nation um, yeah
1: I'm so, not against that, I don't think <laughs> well yeah i mean that that's a touchy subject absolutely um, you know that, that's that's
0: a very touchy subject but so if it, not gonna, if it's yeah. I, I, I mean, I, it, I'm not going to say I support it. I'm going to say I get it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand, where he's, I understand where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but anyway, so yeah, he just wants to protect his people. People yeah. of his bloodline, you know, his, his family. That's the way he sees it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, it's election time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the liberal Jose Maria Moncada, remember him? I do. Becomes president. Remember, he was the general who took the the, uh, port to let in the last guy? Yep. Um, But here's the problem. Mm -hmm. The U.S. is in charge of the election. (laughs) Sure. Which, according to Sandino, was wrong. He didn't care if it was a liberal or a conservative. Uh, A president selected by another country was not okay. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. In the U.S., Sandino's persistence and commitment to his nation began to turn public opinion in
1: his favor... Uh-huh. Uh Because he was, like, the guy who could not be got.
2: Huh.
1: Yeah, so his existence... Well, you, al- go ahead. Yeah, you described him as a Robin Hood figure, I, I think, earlier. And that's what yep. my mind keeps going back to. Yeah, and what's interesting about him is there are
0: statues of him. And he has, like, a famous silhouette with his oversized hat and his pistol. And, oh, nice. Um, it's, there's some really cool pictures of his statues silhouetted against the sun. Um, yeah. But anyway... <clears throat> So public opinion's turning in his favor. Uh, his existence alone is enough to make the U.S. citizens begin to wonder, hey, why the hell are we actually getting involved in another country's affairs?
1: Thank you! Yeah!
0: <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Took a little while for that to catch up. <laughs> um, he, Sandino also earns the official approval of the United States Communist Party.
1: Oh,
0: interesting. Um, the Anti-Imperialist League. Excellent. And the Soviet Union oh um, no. So, I know, God. it's look—it's not a good look for Sandino. It's like he's being misunderstood a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, but I guess uh, the enemy of my friend is my
1: friend. Whatever. Well, and everyone's looking for a proxy war. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's not <laughs> yep. just the capitalists. It's also the Soviets. Yeah. Um,
0: you know, takes two to tango. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a division in the Kuomintang Army in China was named the Sandino
1: Brigade. Oh, interesting. Wow. Yeah.
0: So the guy was very popular. He was becoming a worldwide figure. Yeah. Uh, and at one point, Sandino actually wrote to Al Capone <laughs> asking him for support. Yeah. But Al Capone refused because I guess he just wasn't about it. And he passed sure. the letter along to another gang leader called Tony Eduardo del Duca who actually really liked Sandino and sent him all kinds of support, including a car. Oh,
1: wow. (laughs) Um, But at
0: a a certain point, things were really not going anywhere, it seemed. Mm -hmm. Um, Sandino's flow of arms into Nicaragua was stimmied by a resignation by his emissary in Honduras. Hmm. uh, And one of his mastermind generals was captured by the Marines. Mm. Uh, The president of Mexico, Emilio Portes Gil, uh, offered to negotiate uh, Sandino's surrender to the United States on the condition that the U.S. withdraw from Nicaragua. Okay. Hmm. So he's just like, come on, man, you're not going to win. Um, if I can get the U.S. to go home, you know, will you just quit?
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, that,
0: yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but the U.S. isn't going to have that. I oh, mean, well, okay. Mexico <laughs> comes and says, hey, stop messing with Nicaragua. They're going to go, hm, no, fucker. <laughs> like,
1: "Yeah, We're going to do <laughs> what we want to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's got America in the name.
0: Yeah. It's ours.
1: <laughs> or if you have oil. But. <laughs> or gold, apparently. It's ours.
0: <laughs> That's ours, too.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so, because the president is pretty much convinced that this uh, this deal is never going to happen, he offers Sandino asylum. He's like, just come over to Mexico. Just mm. please. You yeah. know, you're not going to do anything. And, and Sandino does. He leaves Nicaragua in 1929 and spends a year living in a hotel and shaking hands with his supporters. Excellent. But while there, he made enemies with the communists. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So they liked him at first because, yeah, revolutionary, right? He must be yeah. a communist. It's like, fucker, <laughs> no. I <I'd> don't <laughs> have to be a communist to be a revolutionary. There are more than two options. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's option C, Sandino.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, he wouldn't condemn the Mexican government. And because, because apparently the communists were not happy with the Mexican government. Um, so the communists are like, ah. all right, then be our enemy, then perish, <laughs> right? Right. And so they just tell everyone, they just start telling people that he condemned it anyway. All right. So they start saying, Sandino is a communist, he hates the government, and hmm. he never said any such thing, from what I know. But this puts him in danger because his host is the Mexican government, <laughs> right? They're the ones who gave him asylum. Yeah, the oh, president no. himself. <laughs> it's like yeah. <laughs> so this sucks. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, while in Mexico, Sandino also became a member of what's known as the Magnetic Spiritualist School of the Universal Commune. Oh boy. <laughs> Which was a weird cult um, that believed that capitalism and Bolshevism were all wrong. Uh-huh. Um, but communism would tri- triumph in the end. All um, right. They so far, I'm on board. <laughs> 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 they believed that the whole world would become one universal commune, and all uh-huh. of his- humanity would be Hispanic and speak Spanish.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> I mean, I see... <laughs> I've, got, I've got the first point... And the last point, I understand those. They I just don't understand. It, <laughs> I, I don't understand how we get from point A to point C. Like, how? What does that point B look like? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, oh, whatever. All right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, obsessed with his new religion, Sandino wrote another manifesto, in which he claimed that the world was going to end, like, right now. No uh, way. And that, <laughs> Yeah, and that Nicaragua would play a central role in judging the planet for its crimes.
1: Wh- where are we going with this? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I know. Happened? <laughs> I know. Um, he right. also <laughs>
0: believed that his army was the arm of divine justice. Sure. Right. <laughs> so, I don't know what to make of this. uh uh-huh. But I was... It's confusing a little bit. Yeah. But I don't really want to push it because I honestly, I don't know if I understand it fully. Okay. Um, but anyway, so Sandino then left Mexico and returned to Nicaragua, remember, because he'd made enemies, or the communists had made him enemies for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, and he gets back in Nicaragua just as the U.S. announces it will be withdrawing from the country. Oh. Except oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> U.S. soldiers would pull out, but they would still command the Guardia Nacional behind the scenes. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then God got involved. <laughs> <Uh-oh>, well, okay. <laughs> because in na- time. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe. Uh, in 1931, Managua was destroyed by... Did I say 1939? 1931. Managua okay. was destroyed by an earthquake. Oh, um, shit. 2,000 people were killed. Oh, no. Now, I'm no expert, but it does seem like losing a capital city might cause a disruption in infrastructure.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, right.
0: And what's this? It does! <laughs> <laughs> so Sandino sees this as an opportunity to start fighting the Americans again, because the withdrawal isn't immediate. It's it's like, it's like a slow withdrawal, you know? We're slowly mm-hmm. getting out. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, fuck you. I'm going to kick your ass as long as it's here. <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so he does, he, he, he starts fighting with them again, but they are, they do eventually leave and they're, they're finally gone in 1933, Okay. Uh, to which Sandino says, I salute the American people. Interesting. Because they were instrumental in, you know, moving, they were the public opinion that got them, they got the military out.
1: Yeah. Um, so. Oh, oh, I see what he's saying. Oh, yeah. I, I read that as the American government and I was like, that's a 360 turn. No, he's saluting the people. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. That's that's actually pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's uh, it's not a uh, I think he's a nationalist who respects other countries that behave like nations and not (laughs) intergalactic
1: space lords. Yeah. Um, I'm with him on that. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So so again, liberal nationalist. He does. He likes seeing nationalism done by everyone. I think. Mm -hmm. Um. And so, like, now that the American people are, act- are, like, minding their own business again, he's like, all right, good, thanks, yeah. get out. <laughs> We're going to mind our own <laughs> right. business. We're going to do our shit over here. You do your shit over there. Yeah. Um, anyway, so a new president is finally inaugurated in Nicaragua, a mm-hmm. man named Juan Bautista Sacasa. That's right. He's back. Okay, right. We talked about him. <laughs> yeah. And Sandino immediately pledges his loyalty to this new president. Hmm. And he also agrees to surrender his army's weapons in exchange for land for his men, employment benefits, which means they, they, are, they get uh, priority um, mm-hmm. over everybody else, and, uh, and all kinds of other great things. Up in northern Nicaragua, they're going to get mm-hmm. their own place, right? Sure. And after a long fight, it looks like Sandino and his Sandinistas might have a light at the end of a very long tunnel. Mm-hmm. Land for their families, a commune for their well-being, and the honor of claiming something like a victory. Even though yeah. they, didn't, they didn't really
1: win, they put up enough of a fight that it got well, what they wanted. Well, and sometimes not losing is winning. Yes. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. hope in the distance.
2: hmm
1: Yeah. Um, so anyway,
0: <clears throat> this all looks, looks and sounds very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and while there may be a new president in, in Nicaragua, the most powerful person in the nation is actually not the president. Hmm.
1: Go figure. Who do you think it is? Um, either the guy with all the money or the guy with all the guns. <laughs> yep. It's the leader of the National Guard.
0: Ah, uh, uh, yes. Which is, of course, still operated largely by the U.S. Mm-hmm. And his, uh, this guy's named Anastasio Somoza Garcia. Ah. And Somoza Garcia does not like Sandino. Sure. Uh, and Somoza Garcia, without a word to President Sakasa, puts a hit out on scene, sun, Sandino. Oh, God. Yeah.
1: So in 1934... (laughs) Go ahead. Still not a very united government. (laughs) No, uh, not Uh, really. So in uh,
0: 1934, Sandino and his dad, his brother, and three others are headed to a meeting with Saccasa. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. They had the talk, left, and when they left, their car was stopped at the gate of the palace. Uh Uh-huh. Those who had stopped them were of the Guardia Nacional. Oh, no. Sandino, his brother, and his two favorite generals were taken to an airfield and executed. Jesus, The bodies were never found, um, but there were witnesses who had conflicting accounts of the executions. Some say they were shot and buried on the spot. Others say that Sandino's killers decapitated Sandino and delivered his head to the U.S. government to show their loyalty. Yikes. We don't actually know. Okay. So, the very next day, the National Guard invaded the commune in the north. That was promised to Sandino and the Sandinistas. Mm-hmm. And they raised it to the ground. Nearly mm. everyone is killed. Sandino's army and the wives and children of each of his soldiers are hunted down over the course of a month and oh, killed God. by the National Guard. Jesus. And three years later, Samosa Garcia led a, ca- uh, uh, led a coup that ended the career of Sacasa. Mm-hmm. He ran for president and won the election. Hmm. 107,201 votes went to Samosa-Garcia, and 108 went to Sacasa. Okay. Uh, Bit of a landslide. A bit. Uh Yeah. But it also might have been rigged.
1: Well, yeah, of Uh, of course. (laughs) Yeah, I was waiting for you to say that. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder who those 108 people
0: were. Yeah. So this is where I stopped reading about Nicaraguan history because Sandino was dead Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm interested in this because I want to see what the repercussions were today I know that Nicaragua has been in a little bit of turmoil recently Um, and I just I want to see how it's all connected but Sandino is viewed uh, as something like a hero in much of Latin America for obvious reasons Um, and for a long time under the Somoza regime Drawing him or depicting him in any way was illegal.
2: Oh, oh, wow.
0: Yeah, because Sandino was an icon for the Sandinistas. Yeah. uh, And and Nicaraguan uh, um, sovereignty, right? Yeah. Uh, And if you've got a guy in power who wants to, you know... who, Gosh, when you have a general who becomes the president... Oh, jeez. Scary. Um, Anyway, so in 1979, the Sandinistas actually... Uh, man, I don't wanna misrepresent this. The point is that not Samosa renamed an airport. Um the Managua International Airport, they renamed it the Augusto C. Sandino International Airport. Uh-huh. And in two thousand one it was renamed Managua International Airport okay. after Arnaldo Alemán. a pro Aleman? I don't know. Arnaldo Alemán, a pro Samosa president, took power. In 2007, President Daniel
1: Ortega renamed the airport after Sandino. So wow, he's still a pretty debated figure, mm-hmm. <laughs> down there. But huh. think,
0: just look at that. I mean, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, all through the history of Nicaragua. And the power of a name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 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 just such a stunning story. I mean, it is. Ugh, in so many ways. And I, I kind of regret that I didn't do any more research to see how this sort of like dovetailed into into you know modern well, modern history I guess. Yeah. Um, but I know I'm interested, and I I know uh I know I learned a lot from this. Jeez, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I've been doing a lot of talking though. I would like to sit here and have a drink. Um, mm-hmm. While while you maybe share some of your thoughts.
1: Uh. Yeah, well, the weather outside has been kind of icky. (laughs) Okay, you got nothing? (laughs) No, I've got a lot. I've got to to mull it over. Uh, Well, first of all, it's interesting that to to see the story from the side that is not American imperialism. Mm -hmm. uh, And I found it interesting that (laughs) it took a long time for the American people to uh realize that wait, we have marines and gunboats down in Nicaragua? What? Yeah. What? And I know that both of those sentences were very Americo centric, but as an American, that's kind of what struck me first. Um uh, we don't even know what our own soldiers are doing. And that was in the that was in the twenties. And Calvin Coolidge is he's often remembered as being well kind of hands off in a lot of ways um Mm. so it's interesting that he was one of the main presidents of america who wanted to to keep this whole thing going that that kind of struck out to me uh we'll have to cover coolidge on a another another show and go ahead no go ahead i was gonna say it's easy to dip into conspiracy theory territory yeah
0: um with this kind of thing because it's like yeah, um, this nation mm-hmm. is being played with by higher powers. Sure. Like, that's just clear. It's not even conspiracy theory. Well, we have gunboats there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's happening.
2: Mm-hmm. Right
0: now, you know? Um, and uh, the sad reality of it is, if it wasn't the U.S., it would have been somebody else. Sure. And yeah, we, I, that is not an excuse. Don't get me wrong. That is not an excuse. But I'm just saying... Russia did that shit with the countries that were close to it.
1: Well, they they even did it with Sandino in this story. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> They're did, like oh they we did. like you. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so it it became. I mean, you're playing you're playing a game that <laughs> it's like it's like if you're trying to play a game of chess <laughs> on on a chessboard the size of a CD case. Okay. And you're sitting in the middle of a chessboard the size of a freaking house. Mm hmm. And inside that, outside that chessboard is an even larger one. And every time America makes a move, it's, it disrupts all the other games going on. Right. And yeah. so Sandino's basically like, can we just take our chessboard off to the side and like play our game over there? Yeah.
1: Um,. Well, and the the amazing thing about Sandino that also struck out to me is when the when America finally stepped in even more and was like, "Okay, you guys need to work out, work it out." And you had the the liberals and the conservatives both sell out so much just oh, yeah. kissing that star-spangled ass and <laughs> for a nice piece of the pie. And Sandino could have probably very easily joined that group for a better life, an easier life. And he didn't because he wanted, he loved his people and his country so much. And that's, uh, that's he amazing. ran as an
0: independent. Yeah. I mean, that's really it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's so interesting me, to me that the conservative liberal dichotomy um, is sort of the historical basis for all of this. And he yeah. just kind of said, this game is stupid. Like yeah. we have to, we have to get out of this matrix, you know. Right. Um, and and he just did. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. uh, but of course, when you're outside the matrix, you know, nobody little, likes you. Nobody <laughs> likes you. Um, yeah. But everyone's sort of not everyone, but I would say it's hard not to admire someone like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, politics aside, beliefs aside, you know, I'm not crazy about the whole the whole. Uh, uh, religion cult thing that he was about, but you
1: know, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, he was going his own way. So yeah. I think I think that's probably why
1: he's he's an icon, right? Um, actually, definitely why he's an icon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't give in, he, and he, he died for
0: it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's sad that the way he went out was like murder. Yeah,
1: seriously. Yeah, just just plain murder.
0: Yep, it's like yep. he went and had a meeting with the president, and then. They kill him and yep. his generals. Even though he was like, he was like, "All right, I got what I wanted. I'm going off to my yes. commune. <laughs> They're like, "No, fuck you." And they no, him.
1: it's not enough for you to be quiet. You have to be completely silenced. Yeah. We have to I wipe mean, you, wipe you out.
0: <laughs> there is the potential that he would come back. Um, True. That's the problem because mm-hmm. um, he's a figure. It, well, and uh, you know, look what happened with Samosa Garcia. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> He just like immediately became this. I mean, he became the president. Yeah. He had to, he had to, cause like Sandino and Sacasta were, were buddies, right? They were. And Sandino was probably like a really cool thing for Sakasa to be able to say he had, you know, support from.
1: Uh huh.
0: And so Sandino had to go. The icon had to go. Mm. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but every, anything well, I say after this is just going to be bullshitting because I didn't read any further. I just got okay. Tired.
1: Well, oh. then, uh, yeah, and you've already you've already spotted out enough bullshit to be honest. <laughs> so maybe we should just head back up to the surface.
0: I think that's a great idea.
1: Here we go. James, what are you going to do mm-hmm. for the rest of the day? Well, the thing that I was most disappointed um, with about this whole story was that Sandino didn't go out with the bang he wanted to. Oh. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to stockpile as much uh, TNT and dynamite as I can and uh, then head out into the middle of Lake Michigan <laughs> and th- th- blow up the entire lake. Okay. With <laughs> Going out myself.
0: Everyone in and Chicago then, is going to get like a rainstorm of my dead body.
1: No, I was thinking but of then, a lake. <laughs> oh, well, that too. Yeah. Well, but my body's about as big as the lake, so it's a, it'll be a little bit of both. Oh, and that's... then on the third day, I shall rise and return to more <laughs> podcast bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. So that's my plan. That's my plan. What are, what are you? What are you going to do?
0: Uh, I I don't know. I'm probably gonna go read some more Nicaraguan history. To be honest, I want to see yeah, what happened exactly, after yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but... it
1: all it all worked out. It's it's a happy ending. Mm. Just like uh, pretty much every country that America has had our our little soggy hands in, it all ends <laughs> well.
0: Uh, you can say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just want to say thanks to Josh and Sophia for the recommendation. I love reading mm-hmm. about this guy. and uh, Yeah. yeah that, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think it's time to bring this show to a close for today. Feel free to send all your hate tweets to WTADP Podcast. We'll read all of them and not along. You can also message us on Facebook. If you like, if uh, you hate us, you're probably right. If you like us, uh, please consider funding the show by becoming a patron on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com/slash. We talk about dead people. Fifty bucks, twenty bucks, even as little as a dollar, as much as it costs to, uh, buy uh, buy a Honduran machete. <laughs> Helps uh, tremendously. Send those U.S. war boats back to the U.S. <laughs> Helps tremendously. <laughs> Uh, our cover art was created by the extremely gifted Ian Patterson of Ian Patterson Illustration. You can view more of his phenomenal work at www.ipattersonillustration.com. And with all that being said, we'll close out and let the sounds of Sandino play you out.
1: All right. So, in the spirit of our country, we we need to do a little discussing. Right? right. You with me? Yeah. All oh, right, right. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. What those founding father saint like dudes said earlier is that we we as Americans we as Americans have the rights mm. to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Mm. Now I don't know what makes you happy as an American, but what makes me happy is seeing our troops in other countries. Yeah. That's what yeah. makes me happy, and I have a right to pursue that, given to me by George Washington himself. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I so, couldn't agree more. Oh, good, good, good. Well, Americans always agree with each other, so that you just know yeah. what true Americans. Yeah. All uh-huh, right. Uh-huh. So now I'm mm. I'm looking at I'm looking at this map of the world. Um, mm. It's 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 a true map. It's got our fifty states right in the middle of it. Where do we wanna send our brave boys and girls? Everywhere. Everywhere. Ever everywhere. All all like two hundred countries. Just send them out. Yeah. Everywhere. That's not mm. a bad idea. Mm. That's not a bad idea. Alright. Well. I think the first step to, to send our troops out is to uh, is to fucking nuke New Zealand. Okay? Yeah. Can we fucking nuke New Zealand already? Yes. It's two shitty God, little damn islands. It. Let's Jesus, just nuke it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Are you okay? Do you need like a glass of water or something? Sound <laughs> like a donkey over there. So step one,
0: we find a stupid reason to get in there, and we make the stupid reason look less stupid. Hmm. And then we send in our marines.
1: Ah. Yeah. And and. Mm and then we just fuck with their shit. Yeah. Mm. Okay, well, well, you know what I just heard of? I I just I just got a reason. I got a reason, buddy. Oh. So, turns out that just the other day there were seven American citizens uh, in in New Zealand and the New Zealanders captured these American citizens. Um and took them over to the the set for the Hobbiton scenes from Lord of the Rings. Then they they cut off all of the American legs at the knees, uh, and made these American citizens, our our brothers and sisters, into these these hobbits who had to wobble around on their their knees. Barbarians! And that's, that's just fucking disgusting. Savages! Well, we need we need to get in there with American gunpowder and blow the hell out of them. Yeah, that's that's obviously the only way we can go about this. Hey, hey James. <laughs> you what? What do you call Oh god. <laughs> a group of people Uh-huh. who
0: want to fuck with other countries. Uh-huh. Get away with it. Uh-huh. And and pick up fat stacks
1: on the way. What do you, what do you call that group of people? The United Nations? No. What? The CIA. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) That wasn't even a joke. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Hey, James. Oh, God.
0: (laughs) What? What do you call a guy-huh who cares about his nation uh-huh and and doesn't care about either side of the political narrative uh-huh and 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 has a small group of people who agree with him that the narrative shouldn't be controlling our entire country what do you call that person the most annoying
1: person in the coffee shop. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> no, <laughs>